I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So the Washington Post dropped the gym this morning. Oh, boy. Um, it is a lengthy article detailing uh, some incidents involving uh, John Morant and his people. And John Morant at this point is coming across like a 17-year-old high school senior. He's hanging out in mall parking lots, picking on mall security. Apparently, he's punching teenagers at his house. Now, I've got a lot of questions regarding that because we, we're, I'm, we're reading the article. I'm trying to, we were trying to read the entire thing during commercial breaks, and it is a lengthy, it is a lengthy article mm-hmm. from the Washington Post. But Morant repeatedly punched a teenage boy in the head Mm. during a pickup basketball game at Morant's house. Mm. Morant and his friend uh, struck the 17-year-old so hard they knocked him to the ground and left him with a large knot on the side of his head, according to a police report narrative written by deputies who said they observed the boy's injuries. Now, admittedly, I'm, I'm pulling pieces why is he playing basketball with teenagers at his house? So maybe I could have a little insight on that. Okay. I think it was after his rookie year. Remember I always talk about like – Yeah, that should be pointed out. This is not stuff that happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to always talk about like, man, Ja gets it out the mud. I've seen some video on him, and I love like how he works out and like still he's working out, it sounds like, in the same setting, like in his – backyard or his dad's backyard or maybe they're in a new house now or whatever but there was like concrete this broken down gym and they're out there working on drills all the stuff you see these guys doing in like you know these nba practice facilities you know everyday working out he's doing it in his backyard outside on this broken up concrete on this rim that's like half bent from him dunking all the time and I love that. That was that was endearing. I, I like to see that. With that, there was like, I don't know, let's say 10 other guys there with him. And it didn't seem like no NBA or college guys. It was guys probably from the neighborhood or that he knew that were out there working with him. His dad was running him through like a, a training session or something like that. And I maybe that's where it came from. Maybe that's why a 17-year-old was there because he was working out with John Morant and a bunch of other guys. I don't know, but just seeing what I saw in the past, I'm assuming that may be where it came from. And the reason I say that is because they say he punched him during a pickup so, basketball game in his house. They probably were playing after the workout or something like that. John Morant was one of the stars of last year's playoffs before the Grizzlies lost a heated series with the eventual champion Golden State Warriors. Two months after the loss to Golden State's, Morant's mother was at a finish line shoe store at Memphis when she got into a dispute with a store employee. Now, I think she called Morant, mm-hmm. who arrived uh, shortly after with a group of as many as nine other people. So this is the mall incident. Mm-hmm. So this was after the Warrior series. Mm. So I, I'm, I'm again, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Less than a week later, Morant, as he often did, hosted an evening pickup basketball game at his family home, a sprawling brick mansion on the edge of Memphis, uh, blah, 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 among the players at the gated court, was a talented local high schooler who would later tell police uh, considered Morant a mentor. Uh, 
post is not naming the boy. This was last year. Hmm. Ja is... Ja is living a life that he's not made for. Like, he's got to chill. This ain't him. Like, and I can tell you, I'm going to tell you the number one, because I don't know Ja Morant, and I don't know much about him. Mm-hmm. But here's what I can tell you, and this 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 article is doing a, a fantastic job of reminding me this, and I'll bring this person's name to your attention who may not know him. In a statement, Morant's agent, Jim Tanner. I know Jim Tanner. Jim Tanner has worked with the likes of Grant Hill, Tamika Catchings, Kara Lawson mm-hmm. in the past. Jim Tanner ain't taking on little thug puppies, mm-hmm. as Charles Barkley used to say. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. you got a crew. Oh, you got a lot. Cool. I'm not your guy. Jim Tanner, now this may have changed. When I met Jim, he wasn't the typical like agent. He was a lawyer in a, um, his practice. The practice that he had was with, uh, man, if I get this name right, I think it's Lon Babby, who used to be the, uh, he, he, he left his practice to go work with, I think it was the Phoenix Suns. Okay. And his, their first high profile client, I believe was Tim Duncan. And that started the practice of rather than hiring an agent, I'm going to hire a lawyer mm-hmm. to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Point being, Jim is not taking you on as a client if this is what you're about. This whole facade from John Morant is fake. And he's got to chill with this. Like, he's going to find himself in a situation he can't get out of. It might not be his fault. It could be his crew's fault. But this, this is stupid. This is the type of stuff that Nike looks at and goes, word, you know we could shelve this Mm. quickly. You know we just did it. This year, Mm. we could shelve this project very, very quickly. Jaws got to get this stuff under control. He's got to decide what he wants to be. You used the line earlier. You want to be Big Meech? Go be Big Meech. But you can't be Big Meech in the NBA. Right. It don't work. Simple as that. He, he really running around here like it's BMF. Bro, you're in the NBA. And even even if, even if you which we I don't I don't know. I don't want I don't know nothing about his upbringing, so I don't want to speak on that. But even if you did come from that, it's not where you are anymore. You are a, a multi-million dollar athlete with the world in the palm of your hands. There's no need. There's no time to be coming out here, punching seventeen-year-olds in a pickup game, and 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 bringing a a gun back outside allegedly. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And and Ja, Ja, he always came off to me as pretty arrogant. And this to me, that's an arrogant move. And he's got to get that ego in check, man. And he's got to get people around him that. Are are willing to do all that, and then you got situations where it's starting to, you know, these things are starting to add up. You know, even if he wants to to be come out and say, "Oh, that's the, the story's cap. I never brought out no gun." Oh, excuse me, is this you who tweeted out? It's free to see how hollows feel. Mm-hmm. That's you who tweeted out, right? Maybe you're just talking. Maybe you didn't have a gun. Maybe you just, talk, but you need to stop talking. You need to stop talking like that. You need to stop acting like that. Can I, you know, people who like, and I know you you could speak to this, and I think a lot of people could speak to this. People who live that life don't talk like that. No. Like, people who live that life, you don't see that stuff coming. Oh, man. They don't move loudly. Right. That's why I always laugh when I see these people on Twitter barking about what they're like. No, you're not. Because if you were, you would have. Mm. That's what you, that's people who live. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. That's not what you do. You're mm-hmm. barking. Right. And it's getting, it's all, impossible. All the grandstanding, it's impossible to take you seriously. And that's not directed exclusively at John. That's mm-hmm. just directed at people who do that. You're see-through. You're transparent. Yeah. You're fake. And you e- see it. And even, even with John, like, why, why would you do that anyway? 
Like, why would you do that? Why would you even speak like that? Why would you even want to be associated with that type of energy? Bro, you literally made it. Made it. You made it. There's no need for that, man. So we I don't know, you know, all all this stuff is just in the Washington Post story. You mentioned it earlier. Probably the best newspaper in, in my in, opinion. In, yeah, best in the, reporting in country. For, yeah, in my opinion. So they're not just throwing anything out there. They did their due diligence, I'm sure of it. And Yeah, this isn't a blurb. No. They're going on, on what they heard or what they've been told, what the police have been told. I hope it stops for a job. I really does, man. Cause I really do hope it stops for a job because it's it's unnecessary. And he's got a lot of people. Th- this is the other aspect of it. He's got a lot of people that look up to him and watch yeah, his every move. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And, 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 and he's got a lot of influence whether he likes it or not. And I would hope that he would start to use that influence for good and for positive and, and clean up his image and, and clean up – what he allows to be acceptable, whether it's behavior on the court, whether it's behavior from, you know, the people around him and his own behavior off the court as well. Whether he, this is part of the, this is part of it. It's part of the job. Whether you want that responsibility or not, you got it. Mm -hmm. So I would hope that he would start using it a little better than what he has. Uh, Commissioner Kenny Silver, (laughs) if you're able to, I'm announcing right now Seattle will never get a basketball team. Thank you. That's not what we're here for, Commissioner. Thank you for the announcement, uh, Commissioner. That's not what we're here for. Nor are we here for the 10 tournaments you're about to announce for Las Vegas. You can announce those at a later date. (laughs) I'm announcing the entire NBA playoffs will be in Las Vegas, Nevada from here on out. (laughs) Yes. Um, You cooperate enough of this stuff. Mm. Say by week's end. What do you do? I think you got to suspend him. Yeah, that's that's you got to suspend him because I'm trying to think of what got to get his attention. I'm trying to think of what happened before with that Indiana thing, mm-hmm. and somebody found it. They, they said, you know, they investigated. He, Josh said, oh, they investigated, and it was a bunch of cap. Well, somebody found enough to say this guy should be banned. Yeah, and I don't know if it's yeah. that incident. Yeah, I don't know if it's him walking on the court. I don't I know. I think it's like ten it, of them, ten incident, incident Yeah, incident. but some, there was enough there where somebody said, yeah, you can't come back here this year. And here you go again. Now, you can make the argument if you're John Morant, well, that's something that was in the past. Well, came out now. The spirit of David Stern is sitting in Adam Silver's office right now like, you've got to get this under control. Mm -hmm. You've got to take basketball away from him if you're able to corroborate this stuff. It's not... This is this is stupid behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, and, and I'm not going to say it's not. You, you beat up a kid. You threaten a dude who's working as a mall security guard, for God's sake. You make, what, $30 million a year, $40 million? You threaten a dude who's working mall security? Come on, man. Like, come on, talking about I'm, I'm going to find out what time you come on, get off? Come, come on, man. Okay. Yeah. That's the life you want to live? That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this life from you, though. Mm. And you've got, and now you're harmed, your team's harmed, and your fan base is harmed. Mm-hmm. Get your actions under control, or this indefinite suspension, which is the term that you use when you just make up numbers, hmm. this indefinite suspension becomes a permanent suspension. Mm. Get your, and that's not, these acts aren't lifetime ban worthy that's mm-hmm. not what i'm insinuating i'm insinuating you've got to do something to get this young man's attention before it goes bad uh, all right damien worse silver. before it goes worse damien silver do you to so it doesn't even come to me do you talk to the memphis grizzlies owners and be like do something no because i'm the commissioner of the nba i'll do it you can do it if you want to but i'll do it to be, to be to be clear though i'm going to have a 100% grasp of what happened right. i'm not going right. to read the post and, then and go go john morant yeah. suspended i'm getting i'm getting all of my uh all of my I've, scandals my olivia pope's on the i've got i've got an on. olivia pope in my office yeah who will bring me information that even those police officers didn't have mm-hmm. and i'm going to sit john morant in front of me and i'm going to walk through the indiana incident 
I'm going to walk through that mall incident. I'm going to walk through that uh, uh, basketball incident, the basketball at his house incident with the kid. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk through his tweets, and I'm going to ask him, what do you want to be? You want to be that? Or you want to be the potential face of this league? Mm -hmm. Because what you're not going to do is you're not going to be both. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is the one opportunity you get to answer that question. I'm going to give you two weeks to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, like, I like. We made Kyrie go to classes because you know of a saying? link. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And that's where I brought in the owner because Adam didn't do that. That's Joe right. Josiah did that. That's right. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sure Adam had a talk with Josiah. I don't know if Adam made him do that, but it came from Josiah. So that's why I brought up the whole owner thing. But when it comes to John Morant, the moral of the story is I hope. I hope he gets a rein in on all this stuff, man, yep. because he, he he's a fun player to watch. Um, I talked about the influence and, and people looking up to him. My son loves watching John Morant. You know what I mean? I don't yep. want one of the people that he looks up to to be taken away or to be you know doing things that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be in alignment of the values that I'm teaching him. I want the guys that he looks up to to be on on par. So, and and here's me just personally. This is just Kenny Carraway talking. Another young brother out here, I don't want to see you go down the wrong road and, right. and have all these things happen. I want to see you be as successful as possible. Don't but be you, the see I told you so guy yeah, who man. appears on Fox News. Thank you. Don't be that. I want I want him to be as successful as possible. But he's got to rein all this stuff in, man. He has to. Bad, bad look. Bad look for Ja. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll touch on a couple of football things, and then we'll dive into what the conference looks like uh, for the Sacramento Kings. And I think I, – I don't – Said you wanted to talk more about Warriors Clippers? No, that was what I want to talk about earlier when I oh, said the Warriors. Oh, that you believe in the Clippers. Our dubs. Kenny's <laughs> all in on our dubs. We'll be back, <laughs> Steelo and KC, here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, your thoughts on Josh Taylor versus Tiafimo Lopez? You like T.O.? Did you ever believe in T.O.? I did. T.O. was one of my favorite ball players. <laughs> if someone someone's asking me this question, so let's all collectively weigh on weigh in on this. Let's do it. What would it mean if I wore an NWO shirt? Someone's asking me that. If I wore an NWO shirt, what would that mean? It means you. You're down with the NWO. What if you don't exactly know what the NWO is? <laughs> it can't hurt. 
You can, that's one of those you can wear it and it's, it's okay. Well, that's what I'm telling the person. Like, oh, it just like the, the way I describe it's it's it, it, the, the the NWO for the time were cool bad guys. <laughs> How did this conversation come about? I I got a text. This is this is the this is I got a text. <laughs> So I, 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 if, if you were an NWO, if you wear an NWO shirt, what would that mean in wrestling? I said, well, the NWO was a cool bad guy group. They were cool bad guys. Oh, okay. So if I wear one, what would that mean? <laughs> I wrote that you're a cool bad guy? <laughs> this is Kim. Kim, just no. wear the shirt. I'm putting my money on ham for this one. No, it's not. It's not James <laughs> Ham. I don't think many people are going to guess who that was. Um <laughs> Though it may appear on Instagram and everybody will put it together, I, I, it was, it's, it's, it's an odd question. I'm, I'm, I'll have to get the background on where that came from. But <laughs> then I started thinking, am I describing this properly? Like that's what the NWO was. Like they were, yeah. they were cool heels. Yeah. Um. Derek Carr met with the Saints and Panthers yesterday. Uh, I believe he met with the Jets today. Uh, he seems to be locked in. Uh, on those three teams, um, it, it, we've we've talked about this before. The new league year is 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 well, the new league year is right around the corner. I think it's two weeks away. Legal tampering is the thirteenth, mm. which is dumb. Free agency starts on the thirteenth. They just can't sign the contracts yeah, uh, until the fifteenth. They do, but it, and then it's dumb too. Yeah. Just call it the start of free agency. Yeah. Um, sure. Legal tampering. If it's legal, it's not tampering. <laughs> But I don't. I, I just can't figure out if one of those teams wants him enough to not wait to talk to Jimmy Garoppolo or laugh if you want Baker Mayfield or. <laughs> I didn't mean that literally. Leave Baker Mayfield alone. Leave that man alone. Baker, sorry, man. Or some of the other quarterbacks that are out there. Like, I'm guessing the Panthers aren't talking to Baker Mayfield. Just a guess. Just a guess. Um, but I, I don't know if they love of Derek Carr enough to forego that process. I think I – think, I would think that it would just be the Jets – that, that are holding out, yeah, or that normal. wouldn't sign him. I mean, yeah, that would that would he he'd have to wait if he really wanted to go there, because I think they're holding out for Aaron Rodgers. From everything <sighs> that I hear, or they're at least going to tap why, into that situation and see what's going on. Why, 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 why would anyone subject themselves to this? Because he's good at football. They they hired Nathaniel Hackett, right? The Jets? Yes, so, they did. That was the Broncos' plan to hire Hackett and hopefully you get Rodgers. Mm. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh, God. Go get 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers, huh? Uh, yeah. He's so he's going till 45? Is that just the new thing? Quarterbacks are going till 45? Or are we doing this every year where he goes off into his little darkness retreat and decides if he wants to go play football again? Yeah. Robert, Bob, don't do it. I, Bob doesn't call the yeah, shots. I don't I know who calls the, people the shots. Who call I, the shots. I think he he would love nothing more than an Aaron Rodgers. Stupid man. Well, of course he'd love nothing more than an Aaron Rodgers. Look at his last two draft picks that have been quarterbacks. Hmm. For my next act, I'm going to go get a 40-year-old quarterback who acts like a child. We need to get Kendrick Perkins on the case. <laughs> what? Did you, did you see Kendrick call... Uh, J.J. Reddick, a little Elvis Presley-looking dude. <laughs> I did. I don't know where that derived from. Like, I don't know why he went there and why he started getting heat for for J.J., but. I do. I do. It involves, oh, come on, man. Kendrick, I think Kendrick was agitated about the way Nikola Jokic is being covered. Mm-hmm. And they're saying Nikola Jokic is averaging a triple-double. Meanwhile, Russell Westbrook did it for four years. Mm -hmm. And you said he was stat padding. Mm. Ja was stat padding last night, by the way. Who was? Ja. It was like a 15-point game. And he cleared everybody out the way to get that rebound with uh, 45 seconds left and then called a timeout. Ricky Davis vibes. Oh, wow. Come on, Ja. 
<laughs> Ja can't do anything right right now, man. He cannot <laughs> do anything right. right. Um, and then uh, I think JJ on a day that Kendrick wasn't on whatever show that they do mm-hmm. said that's out of pocket. Nikola Jokic is this and Nikola Jokic is that. And I don't know where it got to the point of calling him a little Elvis Presley looking dude, but it was somewhere <laughs> like that? there. I feel like there was a back and forth exchange on Twitter, yeah. like word wise where Kendrick quote tweeted something from the show. And then JJ responded he was like, oh, I've never said anything bad about Russell Westbrook, blah, blah, blah. And then emerged the little Elvis Presley-looking dude video. <laughs> you said that. Kendrick with, like, a tank top on. Like, he had. <laughs> he was. He was like, in, like, in, like in you, his you, bathroom, just got done shaving Like, you knew he had flip-flops on. Like, there's no, like he had a tank top and flip-flops. Like, you just knew that's what he was wearing. And he told him, he said, I'm going I'm to be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, we going, you going to see me. As annoyed as I get with some people in the national media, Kendrick Perkins entertains the hell out of me. I don't have a problem with Kendrick Perkins. I find Kendrick very funny. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with Perk. You cool? But I say that you mentioned the Jets, and I say get Kendrick Perkins on the job because did you see his argument today? His main revelation today? Oh God, no! I can't keep up. He, he so he was on there and he was talking about. Uh, because this makes sense with, you know, how J.J. is waxing politically about Jokic and, you know, and all this other stuff. And he brought up the point of um, he said something to the effect of there's been three MVPs in the last 20, 30 years. I can't remember that have won the MVP without being the top 10 in scoring. And he said it's Steve Nash. Mm. Yukola Jokic, mm-hmm. Dirk Nowitzki. He said, now you guys tell me <laughs> who's what they have in common. Yeah, I see that. I see that right here. Mm. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm looking like he – I. It's. I, I'm not going to play it. It's a four-minute clip. Apparently it took him four minutes to say <laughs> Nikola Jokic is getting this uh, coverage because he's white. Um, <laughs> Which also I don't always I keep, like I because keep saying, Jokic okay. is, is a – Beast, like he yeah, is bad. phenomenal. He's bad. So like, I, I I'm always like, well, maybe, but it doesn't mean like he's not good. It doesn't mean like he's not historically good. He's doing historic things. I keep uh, okay. Here's is this uh, that's the, so, the bathroom one. So I <laughs> see. Here's the thing though. Like this is I don't know if this is clean. I remember listening to it. I just. Just, I just want to give everyone the, the visual uh, for those who are watching the show of what this whole what this whole thing looked like. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll run it for uh, uh, just quickly. I, I I don't know what he says here. Je- Jesse's ready. Why people want to bother me when you know I'm supposed to be off today? But JJ, listen, man, this is all I'm saying. If you want a slap box? at least allowed me to be on TV to be able to throw my jabs and, you know, my uppercuts and, and be there to fight back. Here's the thing. No one is knocking what Jokic is doing for as him having an unbelievable season. He's an unbelievable player. He's one of the most skilled centers to ever play the damn game of basketball. But don't you act like you ain't wasn't in those locker rooms or didn't play with those players that were a point, uh, two, two rebounds or assists away from – you know, having a triple-double or a double-double or hitting 50, it goes on all the time. Mm. It goes on all the time across the league, and it's okay. Guys should be able to to reach milestones and live in the moment, and their teammates should be able to be there to help them reach those certain milestones. But don't act like you don't know and wasn't part of it and share locker rooms where that, that type of stuff happened because it happens all the time. That's the first thing. Second of all, when it comes down to the MVP race and, and winning MVPs, Jokic should want to win a third MVP. It's one of the highest achievement, if not the highest award, that an individual could win in the league. So why wouldn't you care? You should care about winning the MVP. Let's not take that for granted. Now let's talk about the criteria. We don't know the criteria for MVP because the goalposts move every single season. Mm-hmm. And just because I feel like MB should be, in the conversation, should be the front runner because he affect both ends of the floor. I'm wrong. 
I watched him be go nine for I believe 25 or 27 from the field, but still dominated the game with 18, 19 rebounds, six blocks for them in the second half when they played like two games ago. I mean, I just seen the different impact. Yeah, excuse me. Sorry, Kendrick. My bad. Just hang on, Kendrick. <laughs> Is Giannis still in the league or no? I don't know. Did he retire? No, I... Jesse, did Giannis retire? Can't don't believe he did. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Kendrick. Go ahead. I ain't wrong for that. You know what I'm saying? I may love to drink some rock. You might love to drink Hennessy. Both of them go get you drunk. But I tell you this much. I'm gonna see you tomorrow with your little Elvis Presley looking <laughs> ass. And boy, I'm coming right at you. Carry on. That was that was the line there at the end. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> my favorite my favorite part about this is for those that are watching, and apologies for those that are listening, watch watch Kendrick's face closer because you know he's coming to the big end and he's gotta figure out how to hit the stop button. You tomorrow watch with your little Elvis Presley looking ass. And boy, I'm coming right at you. Carry on. You can, <laughs> you can see him like I'm cutting out right at the carry on. <laughs> Kendrick, hey, my, he makes he makes good points te- though. Teach me or entertain me, and Kendrick Perkins entertains. But me. But he also like makes me. good points. Okay, I mean, Jokic is. Well, I really would appreciate it if somebody mentions is Giannis Antetokounmpo's freaking Nobody name. Does, and and I don't I I don't understand. Obviously, not saying Jokic shouldn't be in the discussion, but he should not be in a tier by himself, with Joel Embiid playing the way he is with Giannis Antetokounmpo playing the way he is. And if I really want to go there, which I'm going to go there, so Jason Tatum don't matter at all, right? Yeah, I don't know why he got disqualified. Tatum, 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 he's been too inconsistent. In December, he had a bad month, and then these last few weeks, he hasn't been playing well. Mm. That's my guy, but... He, okay. Yeah, he's not. Fair he's enough. not consistent. Well, you enough. can't. You can't have a bad stretch. Fair enough. Especially with the with the way these other guys are playing. Yeah. Everyone except Giannis. Everyone except Giannis. Giannis it don't even matter. Giannis really is in the in the uh, just can't win an MVP anymore category. Mm. Mm. For those for those who we we look we did the work for you the other day. This isn't necessarily about Jokic. Jokic is having a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's won the MVP twice and won an NBA championship, is having the best season of his career. And you just heard, well, you didn't hear, but J.J. Reddick's making the case for Nikola Jokic. Nothing wrong with that. Joel Embiid, uh, 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 his case is being made by Kendrick Perkins. Guess there's nothing wrong with that either. Mm -hmm. Joel's probably having the best season of his career. For me, it hits different. Joel Embiid having the best season of his career. That's amazing. This guy's won two MVPs. And he's better. Mm. And he's not even being mentioned. Giannis is averaging 31.3, 12.1 rebounds a night, 5.3 assists. Now, you probably sneeze at the 5.3 assists a little bit, right? No, no, even I don't. He, I don't sneeze at well, it, but I know you, where you're going. I know where yeah. you're going. Well, it's uh, you only sneeze at the 5.5 assists when you compare him to Nikola Jokic, who's what, like 10? Like 10, right? But look, here's, a, here's what I was going to say. And this goes to Perks argument I think is Giannis is 30th in the league averaging 5.3 assists mind you like he's not the passer he's not the point guard Mm -hmm. on that team but whatever 5.3 assists is 30th in the league and you'd be like well that's just too too low for for an MVP or consideration you'd be wrong but whatever yeah Jokic if I got this correctly is 20th in the league in scoring hmm He's not even in the top fifteen. He's nineteenth. Excuse me. Where is he? Do, 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 uh, and, and I have no idea what you're looking at. So sorry for putting you on the spot. You're fine. I got you. Do you? Where is he ranked with his ten assists? Fourth. Ten assists tonight. Third in rebounds tonight. Mm-hmm. Which is good. But his nineteenth in scoring, and the point that I was making no, is equivalent you. to Giannis's thirtieth in assists. Yeah, I got you. Giannis is putting up thirty-one and know. twelve. I mean. I don't, and I don't. if we want to go there, Giannis, Giannis got 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 two of the traditional statistical categories over over uh, Jokic. Jokic only got one, two to one. Bucks are two games better. For those who factor that stuff in, the Bucks are two game be- two two games better. And, and and I think your point is, and I agree with you. It's not even a fact of like if somebody wants to vote 
Jokic MVP. Mm-hmm. It's that Giannis isn't even in a discussion somehow. Well, it's the, that's just crazy. It's the fact that by all appearances, the rate that it's already been decided. Like this, this, this should be, and 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 I appreciate. I guess I appreciate the transparency because I remember when Russ won his his MVP the year he averaged a triple double, and everyone, this is going to be the closest race, Russell Russell Westbrook and, and James Harden. No, it's not. Y'all are talking out your neck. James Harden's not winning the MVP. Hmm. Russell Westbrook is winning the MVP. Russell Westbrook had defining moments. He had a historical season. He's winning the MVP, and he did like it when the it wasn't close. Yeah. Now they're not even pretending like it's a race. They've decided what 10, 15 games ago, mm-hmm. maybe 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 not fifteen, maybe ten games ago. Then Nikola Jokic is the league M- league's MVP, yeah. and I'm fascinated by that. I'm absolutely fascinated by and, that. And Jokic is sick. We want to continue to say this because I, I, we feel the same way. That man is so good, unbelievably good. One of the greatest. Uh, we've seen in these in this three year span, no doubt about it. But Giannis is too, and I would say Giannis is having a better season than Jokic this year. Uh, Tua's asking asking do players get uh, bonus incentives for winning MVP? That's on uh, YouTube.com slash ESPN thirteen twenty. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. major ones. And they get from them. not just the NBA. You got it. Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, a car sponsor, mattress sponsor, who, yeah. who, whatever, whatever major partners they have, they almost certainly have uh, incentives of upwards of a million dollars for winning the MVP. Yep. Absolutely. So Nikola Jokic is deserving. I just can't believe a, a, a season where Giannis is having the best season of his career. Uh, Joel is having the season that he's had. And forgive me for not looking up if Joel is having the best season of his career. The fact that we've just decided that it's Nikola Jokic's award already. Yeah. Um, this is kind of twice it's happened to Giannis too, right? Yeah, I mean, you I could. We had an argument as well. I, I mean, I thought, and, and my timeline could be mixed up. One of these years, I, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before. I really thought it was Joel. Last year, probably. I, th- I, I think I, I, I think I went with Giannis, but I think Joel. That was Joel's year last year. I had Giannis Jokic's first year. Mm-hmm. I feel I felt the way about Giannis that year, the way people feel about Jokic this year. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if Kendrick Perkins made the remark, but the the last player to win three in a row. Well, there we go. It it it, 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 it works. It works. It, it works with Kendrick's narrative. <laughs> By the way, did, it, Jesse just sent this in the in the 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 chatty house. I don't know, if, or not the chatty house in our text thread. Did you happen to see the clip that circulated of Michael Cooper going at J.J. Redick? <laughs> Apparently, J.J. Redick has drawn the ire of 80s, 90s <laughs> basketball not. players. Isn't this off the heels of Dominique Wilkins going in This on is him? the Dominique. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically the same exact conversation. Don't forget Bob Cousy's had some smoke for him as well. Bob well, Cousy. Bob, settle down. I don't know if he cusses in this video, too, by the way. Oh, I'm not going to play the video because, honestly, <laughs> I don't care that much about what Michael Cooper has to say. I think Michael Cooper is a very nice man, by the way. Michael Cooper said, that guy has no clue how basketball was played in the 80s. And I guarantee you this, J.J. Redick. (laughs) If you had played in the 80s, I would have locked your ass up. (laughs) You wouldn't have got a shot off. That's uh, Michael Cooper talking about J.J. Redick. Now, if I'm J.J. Redick... (laughs) I don't even acknowledge Michael Cooper because with all due respect to Michael Cooper, sir, you are the averagiest basketball player. (laughs) Sit down. Dominique Wilkins. uh, Okay. I think Dominique was way overboard calling JJ an idiot. And that was way over the top. Michael Cooper. Stop it. Michael Cooper was a good ball. Important part of the Lakers for sure. Michael Cooper. Stop it. Don't do that. I do think I do think Michael P- Cooper would have would have gave JJ problems. Isn't Michael Cooper like seven foot three? No, Michael seven Cooper's foot four. Like, no, he's like six five. Is he really six? No, I actually <laughs> thought he was like six nine. Is he really six five? Yeah, he's like six five, six six, six. five. Yeah, I think he because like and here's here's the deal. Like I thought JJ was that, a, a a heck of a basketball player at Duke 
and he ended up being a really good pro. Yeah. Like he wasn't De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> like Michael Cooper could have defended JJ Redick. Absolutely. Okay. So what y'all want to do? You want to go play? Like, what are you talking about? Why do why do why do eighties and nineties? Why why are they so insecure? Michael, how many how many well, rings does Michael you say Cooper have? Insecure, but they but people like JJ said the basketball was crap. I don't think Michael Cooper's. I don't think JJ said that. I don't think he said eighties basketball was crap. He, I think I think I think some of these guys, whether it be JJ or Michael Cooper or. Bob freaking Cousy. Well, Bob, Bob doesn't really have a leg to stand on. It y'all, was, it was terrible back then. Y'all riding a little <laughs> too get destroyed. Y'all riding a little too hard for your era. You know what? Tran- Michael Cooper's rings translate just fine. Hmm. They're probably a little smaller than they are now. <laughs> but you know what? I honestly think this all boils down to. It's hmm. honest to God, truth. I think this conversation is going to like quiet a little bit in the years and generations to come. Because I think what really gets to guys like Michael Cooper and perhaps Dominique Wilkins too is the amount of money they made. Mm. The money Dominique Wilkins made, who was a high-profile player mm. in the league, versus what a role player makes. Mm-hmm. I don't know this for sure, but you could probably – I mean, Rashawn Holmes make more money than Dominic Wilkins? Probably so. I mean, I'm I, sure. not, absolutely sure. not a shot at Rashawn I mean, Holmes. You got, just, guy, you got a guy like just, JJ. The, 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 league is, the league is different. The money is different. And I think that is the root of everybody's insecurity. Mm. Those guys from the 80s and 90s, they see the contracts that these guys are signing every year. And they sign that contract. Of, I could have taken that guy. Mm. I could have beat that dude. It, 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 I mean, it, and J, it, J, it, you're, that's a great point. JJ made great money until he retired. Yeah, And, and you're right about that. But I do think people like J.J. are very dismissive of 80s and 90s basketball. And look, mm-hmm. as somebody who like graduated high school in 01, like I understand being dismissive of the 80s. We played the clip on this show. Oh, man. Like it's like, damn, I wish they would play defense like that against me. Kings would have scored 40. 211 <laughs> the other night. Right? But on the flip side, RIP, um, on the flip side, I would watch, I told you I watched 90s, but it was like late 90s basketball. And the game is different, mm-hmm. but, and it was, this was like Bulls versus Jazz finals. Mm-hmm. It was still was pretty damn physical. So, like, for guys in that era saying, like, nah, the game was way more physical in our era, they got a point. They got okay. a point. Okay, game's more physical then. Is it faster now? Yes. Okay, we'll keep up then. I, I'll just say that too. You could never, Michael Cooper, you couldn't keep up with me. Your so, ass would be gassed and here, on the other side of the and, floor. But here's the argument. The argument is, like, the pe- there, there were fast people back then, too, but when they were fast, they come through the hole and they get a forearm straight to their chest and get knocked down. That's now just, I'd be suspended just, six games. I can't do that no more. That's just dumb. And they'd have to think about that, right? Like, they'd have to think, well, if I come to the hole. That's I not gotta- basketball. That's stupid. That's, that's not basketball. Jesse? Uh, so Dominique made 16 point. For um, 16.4 million in his career. Rashawn his that. career? Yeah, Rashawn mm. made that in his last contract. Over that. Mm. Man, and there are dudes who make that twice that. Mm. Pers- I think that's the root of a lot of it. It has stuff. a lot to do with it for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we'll come back. Man, this show is flying by. James Ham's going to be with us uh, at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Four in a row. Even James is going to be positive. <laughs> James going to light the beam today. I was listening to the Kings beat. He seemed positive-ish. Well, yeah, you can't have him and Sean both like, <laughs> Sean's just waiting for everything to fall. <laughs> just waiting for it all to fall down. I listened to, like, Sean, Sean was actually really good. Not that Sean's not normally complimentary of the team. Like, he is. He's just always very reserved yeah. uh, when he talks about this squad. So we'll talk with Hammer when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and Casey continues on ESPN 1320. James Ham set to join us here uh, at the top of the hour. You want me to? You want to run this KD stuff now? Like we 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 we've got I mean, a minute we before did a, we dive back We did back a bunch of work to get it in here. I guess we should. I didn't mean for it. To be, it was like if we get to Jesse it, been like back be cool. one day and Kenny got him running all over the damn. <laughs> it place. took me thirty seconds, guys. It wasn't that hard. Um, but no, basically, I was listening to KD, and he was speaking to our guy Bansky. 
uh, Eddie Gonzalez. Uh, they did an Etcetera's podcast. It was the first time KD spoke, um, you know, outside of that press conference about the trade. You mm-hmm. know, he said some interesting things. And, um, and Eddie asked him uh, about the time in Brooklyn and whether or not it was a failure. And I just thought KD's response was interesting. Wanted to see what you thought about it. Um, I'm disappointed that we didn't get a chance to really build what we wanted to build because, like I said, we only played a few games together. That's the disappointing side of it because, obviously, every time every player steps on the floor, they want to win the game, and we want to win the season. So, yeah, we had the talent to to go far in the playoffs, um, and I wanted to build on that. And I felt like after that 2021 season, we had an opportunity to build on that, even though guys were injured. But we we seen something that year. Um so I get that part of of the spectators and people saying that was a failure because they wanted to see it work and we wanted to see it work. But on the same side, I felt like I, I maximize every day as a pro. Like I get the most, I get the most out of myself every day. So I would never say anything I do is a failure. If I don't get the most out of myself, I go through the motions, not work as hard, not go through, try to make every rep important. Then yeah, I'll say I failed, but. I, I I feel like I get the most out of myself every day, and that's the most I can ask, and that's the most I can do. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I that's how I tend to look at my career as I've gotten older. Your thoughts? Um, because I, I I guess that that hit that hit me a little bit. I want, wanted to ask you about that. I understand exactly what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I think from his perspective. Would I look at Brooklyn as a failure from his perspective? Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't. Uh, and the reason being, this isn't a shot at them, but it's not like they had a smoke-filled arena introduction and went one, not one, not two, not three, mm-hmm. not four, not five. They didn't do that. Like They went out there with the hopes of winning an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. We all know how close that they were to getting to the NBA Finals. As close as you could possibly get mm-hmm. to getting to the NBA Finals. Um, yeah. We that was the Eastern Conference Finals. are getting to, well. <laughs> no, I know, but we all feel yeah. the same way. We all felt like. W- that wasn't was the that finals. the year we said the winner, yeah. uh, the winner of well, that we was. We felt the same exact way. I just laughed, not to correct you, but that we were all. I don't even remember page. who the Bucks played. I think it was Atlanta after that. Oh, my God. That's why I, <laughs> I, I didn't forget. I blocked it out. <laughs> Atlanta. Jesus. <laughs> um, it's us, fans, media, content creators, who create the championship narrative, the mm-hmm. championship conversations. Um, I appreciate that perspective from Kevin Durant, and I think I completely understand him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I felt the same way you do when I heard that, and it was it was interesting to hear that from him. Because, you know, being in our business and us talking about it and hearing, oh, it was the biggest failure ever or whatever. Well, yeah, they didn't win a championship. They didn't win a championship. They won one playoff series, I think, in, in four years. But, um, well, do it. I wish to tell the whole story. <laughs> like, there's there's a lot to, a that, lot to, to, that, to that line you just – One season, they didn't even play together. Right. There, there's a <laughs> lot to that. You know, and they – they put they got in a position by getting those two guys there to to have an opportunity to win every time. And then you can you can think about think about it however you want. I'm not telling anybody how to think about Kyrie Irving. But one of the years they didn't win, it was because there was a situation unprecedented to this yeah. to our lifetime yeah. that kept them out. It's not like it's not like he just said, no, I'm not no everything's playing. great and yeah. I'm just never playing because yeah. I'm Kyrie Irving. Like, there was circumstances going on. Mm-hmm. And they He's had a few of those far from the only one that did that. And by yeah. the way, for those that – Spencer Dinwiddie had one of the worst early cases of COVID mm-hmm. that we were, we were made aware – he had COVID for months, mm-hmm. the way that he tells the story. And he was on – if I'm – yeah, I'm good. Not mm-hmm. going to Disneyland, Disney World, or wherever we were for that. Right. It's a hard pass. So – yeah, I, I just I just found it interesting, man, because like 
Well, I do think we get inundated in, in this super bottom line business of did you win a championship or not. Like, there's only one team that can win a championship every year. That doesn't mean everything and everybody else is a failure because they didn't win a championship. Yeah. So I just heard that, and I, I thought that was interesting by KD. I did. I, I, I think part of the reason is you don't hear a lot of athletes share that perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear the goal is to win, the goal is this, the goal is that. I think you know we've we've had this conversation before about whether KD has something to prove, and I've always been of the belief KD doesn't have anything to prove. I think, especially based off of that clip right there, mm-hmm. I don't think KD thinks he has something to prove. Mm-hmm. I think KD, you can, and I think you can question a lot of guys' love of basketball. I don't think you can question Kevin Durant's love for basketball. Agreed. I believe that dude just genuinely loves playing basketball. He hates everything, and we hear this a lot. He hates everything that comes with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why he does a podcast on his own. Like you know, I, we, we joke about Draymond Green's new media, mm-hmm. but I, there is something too. Nah, I'm not going to – you don't get to record my voice, cut what you want, and make your story out of it. Mm-hmm. I'll talk in your sound bites to do what I'm obligated to do, but I'll tell my story on my forum. He created his own forum. I, but part of the reason I laugh at Draymond Green's new media is because it's tied to Colin Cowherd, <laughs> a dude who publicly said in front of other radio people, podcasting is ridiculous. What would I do a podcast for? Mm-hmm. I have a radio show. And then it dawned on him <laughs> – that's not the case. Mm. We need to, speaking of podcasts, Corners of the Culture are available tomorrow Check for everybody. Out. And I look at Kevin Durant, the boardroom. Mm-hmm. That's KD. That's KD's creation. Yep. And that's where the et cetera's lives at. I think there's value in that. And I believe athletes have uh, taken the, the reign of telling their story. Yeah. You don't get to tell it for me. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.